The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I wanted to look at the draft order, at the very least, for the top 18 selections in the 23 NFL draft. The Bears will pick number one. The Texans will pick number two. Of course... The Texans' big win in Week 18 allowed the Bears to steal the top spot. You got to wonder if the Bears will keep the pick or trade it. Uh, The Texans, uh, will they choose their quarterback of the future with their pick? The Bears and Texans are followed by the Arizona Cardinals at number three. The Texans, Seahawks, Lions, Eagles are all in a spot to have two first-round selections. This year's round one is going to have 31 picks as the Finns were stripped of their selection. Remember, for tampering, the Rams, Saints, Browns, Niners will also not have a first-round pick. The Broncos don't own their first-round pick but are going to have one from a trade that sent Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins in a deal that included the Niners' 23 first-round pick. Of course, the draft's going to take place at Union Station in Kansas City, Missouri, home of the Chiefs, with the first round slated for April 27th. Rounds 2 and 3 will take place April 28th, and rounds 4 through 7 will be April 29th. The draft is going to be broadcast by everybody. We're going to be there, of course, as always with SportsGrid. You got the top 18. Here's what they look like. Bears 1, Texans 2, and Arizona 3, as I mentioned. The Colts went 4-12-1. They've drafted two quarterbacks in the first round since 98, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. They have a desperate need for a quarterback, and there's a lot of passers in this draft. They have all kinds of other issues to deal with as well, and Matt Ryan just didn't cut the mustard. That's all there is to it. Sam Ellinger uh, was really kind of disastrous when you think about it. At number five, the Seattle Seahawks via Denver. The Russell Wilson trade that John Schneider and the Seahawks made uh, leaves them looking pretty good. Uh, with the Broncos at 5-12, and 12, the first-round pick, they owe Seattle lands at number 5. They have to get a D lineman up front badly. Uh, you got to wonder if they're going to uh, need a quarterback if they let Geno Smith go in free agency. Seattle also owns Denver's second-round pick. 
They're going to have three top 40 picks. How about the Detroit Lions? They're at number six via the Rams. Uh, They got that pick. Obviously, nice snag. Are the Lions really going to address the quarterback spot with the way Jared Goff played? They definitely need to uh, keep getting better in their secondary with a cornerback. The Raiders check in at number seven after going six and 11. So a year after waiting until the third round to make their selection, uh, Dave Ziegler, the GM, and Josh McDaniels dealt first and second round picks to Green Bay for Devontae Adams. Vegas needs everything. Obviously, they need a quarterback. They let Derek Carr go. Atlanta's number eight. The Falcons went seven and ten. They got to see the future in Desmond Ritter play uh, the last four games of the regular season. And you know they're going to be going after defensive linemen, edge rushers in the draft no matter what. They're like near the bottom of the league in sacks and pressure in the pocket. They have to get players around Grady Jarrett, that's for sure. Carolina's number nine. They went seven and ten. They haven't uh, had a quarterback in the first round since Cam Newton in 2011. And it was a mess for them. They got to fix that problem immediately. With the trade of McCaffrey to the Niners, uh, they've put themselves in a nice spot uh, to have picks and get the quarterback that they need. And being at number nine, they're good to go. At 10, can you believe it? The Eagles, with the season that they just had, they're number 10. That's because they got it via the Saints. They went 14-3, and three, and here they go into the divisional semis at the link this weekend, and they still end up with two first-round picks. That's crazy. Now they can focus on the offensive line and the D-line and secondary in this draft. Tennessee's going to draft 11th. They went 7-10, and 10, and they're going to be making uh, a draft and their picks without GM John Robinson for the first time in like eight years. They fired him. They've moved on from Robinson. Their offense has no playmakers besides Derrick Henry, so they have to get some players that can make big plays on offense. The Texans are 12th. It's a pick they got via Cleveland, and it's another first-rounder, their second first-rounder of the draft because of the Browns getting Deshaun Watson in the trade. The Texans got a 22, 23, 24 first-rounders plus a 23 third-round pick and a 24 fourth-round pick. Can you believe it? The Jets are 13th. They went 7-10, and 10, and they had been just piling up great picks the last couple of drafts. They had six total picks in the top 36, and they have one pick in each of the top rounds. It's obvious that Joe Douglas has done a hell of a job with the draft and building this team, and they're starting to win games. They had a collapse in the second half of the season, and they didn't make the playoffs, but they're a lot better than they have been, that's for sure. The Patriots come in 14th. They went 8-9, and nine, and they have a bunch of picks. 
An additional third rounder from a 22 draft day trade with the Panthers. They got an extra fourth rounder from a deal for Sony Michelle to the Rams. They got two more six rounders from trades of Steph Gilmore and Jared Stidham. So they're going to have all kinds of ability to make deals and get good picks. And they need a, an offensive tackle. That would be huge. They've had all kinds of problems with injuries and an offense that ranked 20th in the NFL in sacks. they got to strengthen up that front core. Green Bay checks in at 15th. They went 8-9. and nine. You still want that first-round receiver? They don't need it because they hit on Christian Watson last year and Romeo Dobbs. Packers still have to get their quarterback situation figured out. Is Aaron Rodgers going to do it again and run it back? Or are they going to move on to Jordan Love? Obviously, they will if Rodgers bolts. They got to figure out their situation up front as well, especially at, at left tackle. David Bakhtiari is always injured. That has been a nightmare for them. They might have to draft a tight end. Tanyan's the only guy they got there, and his contract is up. The Washington Commanders went 8-8-1. Eight, eight, they get the 16th pick. The Commanders have eight picks in the draft, three of those coming in the seventh round. They have a third rounder because of the Wentz trade, but likely they're going to get one for losing uh, Brandon Scherf to free agency. Uh, they got a good spot here. Uh, they need cornerbacks. Uh, they might use the first pick there. Uh, do they need another quarterback? No. Sam Howell's good to go. Uh, a lot of people think he's going to be the starter. They need offensive linemen. They need speed. Uh, they need to work on their defense. Everybody thought that defense was so great, and it just simply wasn't. The Steelers are 17th. They have all kinds of needs. Cornerback, uh, tackle uh, up front offensively. Uh, interior offensive line, D-tackle. There's a lot of talk about will they go get the kid Porter, Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State, and we'll see what they end up doing. They actually get another pick later at the end. They get the first pick of the second round, so that's good for them. The Lions come in at 18. They went 9-8. and eight. They were very exciting this year. They get their second pick of the first round. Detroit's number six pick was acquired in the deal for Stafford. The Lions received a third-round pick in 21 and a first-round in 22 and in 23. Now, we really don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the picks from 19 to 31, but these are the teams you're talking about. Tampa, Seattle, the Giants, the Chargers, the Jags, the Ravens, the Vikings, The Bengals, Cowboys, Broncos, they got a pick uh, via the Dolphins and San Francisco. And then you got the Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles to round it out. By the way, there was a lot of talk after the Giants uh, beat the Vikings afterwards that, you know, Daniel Jones, uh, everybody knows he made history, everything else. And uh, his running back, Barkley, said, that he's elite. Uh, I know we have an elite quarterback, Barkley said. He's shown that multiple times, end quote. But Jones became the first QB in NFL history to have 300 passing yards, two passing TDs, and at least 70 rushing yards in a playoff game. 
He was a badass in his playoff debut as the Giants smoked the Vikings. I don't care what the score was, 31-24. He owned them all day long doing whatever he wanted. He's a free agent. He went 24 of 35 for 301 yards, two TDs against the Vikings, 78 yards rushing on 17 carries. And New York won their first playoff game since its Super Bowl run in 2011. Jones is not going anywhere. They're going to re-sign him. Count on it. He's earned it. You know what the key to this guy is? He doesn't turn the ball over anymore, and he breaks out running and is successful. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 